Hello everyone, welcome to the Knit Chat. My name is Claudia and I am coming to you from Montreal, Quebec. Today's episode of the Knit Chat is going to be about a subject that I was very surprised to see was not as well known as I thought it was. I'm going to be talking about blocking your knits and when I say your knits obviously it could be your crocheted item too. What made me want to make this episode is that I recently made a TikTok. Yes, I do have a TikTok account that I've been trying to, you know, keep up with. It's a little different than having a YouTube channel or a podcast, so I'm learning about it. And I decided to make a video about blocking my new cardigan. It's the one I'm wearing on the video if you are watching through YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, no worries. We're not going to be talking about precisely what I do to this particular cardigan. But if you wish to see the cardigan, you can go on YouTube or you can go on uh, TikTok. I am Clotrico on TikTok, C-L-O-T-R-I-C-O-T-S. And go see this video that I made because it went viral like viral to the point where I I don't even understand as a millennial <laughs> how you can go like how you can have that many views on an app in such a short period of time. I know that the reasons why this video went viral is not 100% related to knitting, obviously. Uh, I got a lot of comments on other subjects, which I will not discuss here, but were very funny to me. Um, but when it comes to blocking your knits, there are a surprising amount of people that basically learned how to knit online. Um, I'm not, that is not the surprising part, obviously. People learn to knit online. They don't go take a class or they don't learn from somebody they, um, they know personally, or maybe they didn't even buy a book about, uh, learning how to knit. And so they've seen videos here and there. They've Googled it. They've went on their favorite social media platform and they saw how to new, do a cast on a knit stitch, pearl stitch etc. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm all for people learning how to knit on social media. Obviously, I am <laughs> an educator on those platforms. So I'm really happy actually that people are picking up knitting that way. But what ends up happening is people finish what's on their needles and they think, that's it. I'm done. I created this item. I can now wear it. And if it's not to my liking, then maybe I unknit it or I don't ever wear it, toss it in a corner and never think about it again. There's a crucial step with knitting and it's called blocking. And yes, it is super important. Your, your item is not finished if you haven't blocked it, in my opinion. And blocking for some people is a lot more complicated than it needs to be in, in my own, you know, in my own way of doing it, I don't find this to be a cumbersome step. It is an important step and it is the step that will give my items the, it, its finished look and its professional look as well. So a lot of people are surprised that a sweater that I wear does not look hand-knitted. Yes, it is due to maybe my tension and the fact that I've been knitting for a very long time, but it is also due to me blocking my garments so they look 
nice. <laughs> so um, the video itself is pretty simple and the way I block things is generally always the same uh, for most of the things that I knit. I generally knit with um, wool or alpaca or you know natural fibers and I generally like to knit with uh, non-superwash fibers as well but even with superwash I will do the same thing. I will um, draw a bath <laughs> or uh, obviously generally it's going to be in the sink or a big bowl unless I have a lot like a very big item. Uh, it will fit in my sink if it's a sweater for me. So I will put water in my sink and it will be hot water. I'm saying hot, hot like I would take a bath. If my, I can put my hands in the water and it's not too hot for my hands, then it's not too hot for the garment. And I know I got a lot of comments saying, but won't hot water felt your sweater? Hot water will not felt a sweater. In order to felt wool, you need friction. You need friction in order for those little scales on the hair of the fiber to grab on to one another. Felting will happen with friction with, and it's, it's going to happen with friction, water and heat is kind of the killer trio. So if the three things are there together, they will absolutely felt faster. But if you only have a garment that's wet, with friction, it will still felt. And if you have something that's, uh, that's, you know, friction and heat, it probably could felt as well, but only heat and wet will not felt. So I put my stuff in hot water. I like hot water because I feel like, I don't think feel like, I, I, I do know, <laughs> I know that the wool blooms beautifully in hot water it's like tea it's like a beautiful tea leaf that when you put it in the water it just kind of uh, takes the water in and it just becomes you know perfect uh it fluffs up the yarn so much better in hot water also it probably helps dislodge you know extra excess oils coming from machines etc i do put a wool wash in my hot water. If I don't have a wool wash, I will put any mild soap. A shampoo can do, um, a soap that you use for, you know, your hands can do. I wouldn't put very intense uh, detergent for the washing machine in it because oftentimes it has more intense uh, harsh chemicals, but any soap will do. Obviously a wool wash is fun because generally a wool wash is a no rinse soap so you don't have to have that extra step of rinsing your item which can let's say make the process more prone to felting but if you do it right there re there's really no problem using a regular soap as well so a little bit of soap hot water put my sweater in or any item i'm saying sweater it could be a hat it could be a shawl it could be a blanket it could be anything and i submerge it and i don't move it too much i just press on it so it absorbs all the water or basically it, it goes underneath the water and it's fully saturated, I leave it there. And I leave it there until the water is room temperature. Room temperature. Because if I start moving it and trying to dry it when it's still hot, that's when the um, concerns for felting could, you know, could be real. So I leave it there. I usually forget it for a while and then it gets to room temperature. And then I drain the water. I 
put more water in the sink to rinse it if I didn't use a no rinse soap but that time I will put water that is room temperature because I don't want my wet garment to have a temperature shock so temperature shock is another way you can felt uh, they, they use that technique oftentimes to finish yarns so if you have a yarn that's like a single ply and it's quite loosely spun in order to make it stronger you can kind of slightly felt it in the skein when it's still in the skein by having a very hot pot of water and a very cold pot of water and kind of dunking it from dunking it from one to the other and one to the other a few times in order to kind of slightly felt the yarn and get it to be more strong but that's not what we want to do with our you know blocking so we put room temperature water in the sink and then we just press on it a little bit to take the extra soap off we drain it again we squish it so it like lets the most water out without wringing it that's really important because once something made out of wool is wrung it is gonna stretch those stitches a lot you don't want to stretch your stitches beyond you know what you want the shape to be so don't ring don't pull don't you know keep it in a tight little ball and squeeze it to get most of the water out and when most of the water is out I take it in a little ball so I I've known people who had very bad experience blocking a garment saying you know I pulled it out of my sink and it just went super long 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 so obviously if you take your sweater by the shoulders and you lift it it's full of water it is so so heavy and it's gonna it's gonna lose its shape uh, and the, the wool is also at its weakest when it's very wet so I take everything in a little ball under my two hands and then I bring it to a towel I will lay it flat on the towel it doesn't have to be precise and then I'll roll it up like a little burrito and step on it to get all the excess water out you could also, if it's a small item, put it in a salad spinner or you can put it, I've put a hat in my like mop spinner, making sure that my mop spinner is actually clean and then spun that hat. But if it's a sweater, it might not fit in your salad spinner. So a towel is very practical. And then I will lay it flat to dry. And depending on what the item is, um, a lot of people find it dif find that it, you know blocking is such an intense and difficult thing because they pin everything. I don't pin barely anything. Like I don't pin things because one, I don't knit a lot of lace, uh, not lace weight, but lace you know lace knitting. Uh, Lace for lace, it's important sometimes to pin your knitting because it wants to kind of contract and those little yarn overs that you made all over the lace to make a beautiful pattern will want to kind of close up on themselves. So you need to like kind of stretch the fabric to reveal the beauty of a, uh, a lace garment or a lace something. But I rarely uh, knit lace and I and also, like I said, uh, I knit I knit uh, wools that you know don't move that much so I take my hands and I just pat all my you know all the sections of my sweater so they are at the measurements that I want I will if if the collar has a tendency to flip up I'll pull a little bit on it to make sure that it's you know laying flat I can push on some sections where I feel like I've overly stretched it I can you know make sure I look at it I, I, and I move it to the shape I want. And it's really just 
leaving it there to dry a lot of people can like some people use their spare spare bed if they have one to let things dry some people will put it on a towel on the floor I put it directly on my tile floor and I do that because my bathroom tile is heated and so it's the perfect place to let things dry because they dry so fast and that is so exciting to me obviously if you uh if it's the summer and there's a like very warm spot in your backyard you could put it somewhere in your backyard I've put it on my you know outdoor uh, dining table in the backyard before and it was great Uh, I wouldn't leave it necessarily in the sun because the sun can um can damage a little bit of the the dye if you have a natural dye mostly the sun will kind of fade it quite quickly so if you put it in the sun wet um, maybe one side will be a little bit uh, the side that it's on might uh yeah lose a little bit of color but there's a lot of ways to do this and and for me it's just so simple I just lay it place it forget it let it dry and then I flip it when I want to because when it's a thick sweater like a worsted weight sweater like the one I'm wearing obviously it will dry faster underneath in on the heated floor than on the other side etc if I do have something that needs aggressive blocking like maybe I made it a little too small and I wish it was a little bit bigger then I might use pins on a foam board and really like pull on it just know though that wool is wool wants to get back to some somewhere it's comfortable so if you're aggressively stretching something it might not stay like that forever it will kind of revert back a little bit to a comfortable place eventually that method is something that yeah a lot of people were not aware of um some of the questions I got on that TikTok that were about blocking were very interesting. Uh, people were asking about crochet. Can I crochet something and block it the same way? Absolutely. You can crochet and block, absolutely, because it is the same material. So it doesn't matter whether it was crocheted or it was um, knitted. The, the, the yarn will take its place. Obviously, it depends on the fiber. So if you have acrylic, 100% acrylic, which... Um, I know that a lot of crocheters use it will not block like wool does you can block acrylic I've heard it some people have said you can absolutely block acrylic but I don't think that the result will be as dramatic as blocking wool and also you have to be a little bit um, aware that uh, there's kind of a, a limit to what acrylic will 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 stretch to do it's it is basically plastic so obviously it doesn't have the same stretchiness as wool um i've heard that it was more more it was important to put acrylic in a cooler water because too hot would you know melt but i don't think that the, the temperature at which i put my bath basically if it doesn't you know burn me i don't think it would melt plastic yarn so i wouldn't be too worried about that and um you could also people were also asking if you could steam with a steamer in order to block instead of wet block and to that i say yes absolutely you can but for me personally i find that a good wet block is superior to a steam block a steam block for me is a temporary thing or it's a fixing a little like if there's a little something that bothers you on your sweater you don't want to completely get it all wet you don't have time to let it dry you might want to like steam it to see what it's going to look like once it's blocked that's fine but if i only steam something first of all it doesn't clean it 
which I think is important to clean a garment after you're done knitting it. It's been to a lot of places. It's gone through shipping and through some machines and through your hands a million times. You know, it's a, it's a good idea to just wash it. But also the yarn will not bloom and the stitches won't puff up the same way with a steam than with a... Um, with a wash in my uh, experience so if you steam something it could be with a steam it could also be with a um i've done it with a uh, what's the word i'm looking for a <laughs> an iron <laughs> thank god i got it you could do it with an iron and then you take your iron you take a towel that will be wet and then you put the wet towel on top of your garment and then you iron over it and then the steam from the towel will go into your garment but what i dislike about that method well what i like and dislike it depends it depends what i want but it kind of flattens your stitches so because the iron is kind of like heavy and and then and it pushes onto the item you're uh steaming it kind of pushes the stitches in place which can give a very great look if you're looking for something very flat so if you're trying to flatten your, you know, bumpy uh, fair isle, that might be great. But for me, I prefer the look of plump, you know, squishy knitwear. So that's why I'd rather do a wet block. If I need to look at my garment halfway through, let's say I've knitted a sweater, I've knitted the, the body, that's happened to my sweater before, I've knitted the body, then I made the collar, and the collar is not standing the way I want it to, like it's not actually laying the one the way I wanted to it was kind of standing a little bit and I didn't know if that was gonna be uh, resolved by blocking then I I gave it a good steam block with my steamer just to see if that collar was gonna relax down and it did and then I was happy to keep knitting and then do the full blocking later on so you can absolutely do that as well other questions that I got was will blocking if I do this these steps could it you know uh, get my sweater that shrunk in the wash back to normal unfortunately it probably won't something that went through the wash that was not meant to go through the wash and shrunk is most likely felted and once it's felted it's not coming back and people have tricks they're like oh you can put you know a conditioner you can uh, put in the freezer some some things like that it might help a little bit but once it's felted it's like a big velcro and the velcro is not you know you can pull if you can pull on the sweater and you see that the stitches you know are not defined they're not the, the wool is not moving it's dense it's not elastic anymore as it used to be then it's felted and the best thing you can do is probably to felt it even more and cut into it to make a pair of felted slippers or felted mittens or you know use them I've seen some felted um, insoles for boots made out of old wool garments that maybe had holes in them or whatever if you have something that got ruined somehow and that's 100% untreated wool you could absolutely felt it felt it completely and then use it as a doubled something insole and things like that that's a super good idea to reuse things that you might have you thought you had lost forever so um I don't 
know that I had other uh, major questions about it. But if you do have questions about blocking and want to know more about it, just place a comment below. Ask the question on YouTube. I will be super happy to get back to you about it. Or you can go uh, put another comment on my viral TikTok if you'd like to do so. That would be 100% fine. Um, And yeah, I hope you learned a little something with this video. I, uh, I think that blocking is, you know, an integral, integral, anyway, it's a part of knitting something. And for me, uh, if it's not washed and blocked, which go together, you wash, you block. Oh, the, another question. Yeah, before I go, people were wondering once you've done it once, is it done and then you're good and it's always blocked? No, every time you wet something, it will take the shape you give it when you dry it. So ultimately, you'll always have to dry it in the position or in the shape that you want it to have. So every time you soak something, every time you put it in water, you're going to want to reshape it in order to keep the shape. So basically you're blocking every time you're washing, which if you're like me and you have a lot of, again, untreated wools, you don't wash very often. So that's not a big issue. (laughs) Um, So again, thank you so much for being here, for listening to this knit chat. I hope... uh, you have a great day and if you have other subject you would like me to talk about on the knit chat don't hesitate to ask me have a great day happy knitting Mwah. bye <laughs>